Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Places that um help out domestic fighting, but it's not a lot of places 
that you can publicly come and discuss it, talk about it, or you know things like that. So this show thing, this show means more more to me than the other shows that I do. Not saying that the other shows aren't important, but this is a show where it's about saving lives. It's about changing lives. It's about focusing on something that everybody's afraid to speak. And I can't, I can't, I can't reiterate it enough, man, fellas. We need y'all to come out and speak. And we're not asking for just a victim. I'm challenging the aggressors for one. I'm challenging the aggressors. Come out and speak. Let us know what it is that triggers you all, what it is that you get out of. And maybe we can start to um, fix the situation. Um, if, if, if you come out with it, we can try to find resolutions to it. We can try to break it down. We can try to come to some solutions. But, you know, closed mouth can't be corrected. So I'm just I'm encouraging everybody, victims, aggressors, whatever, man, you know, this is something that needs to be tackled because if it continue, it's a trend. If it starts and you keep it hush-hush, it continues, it continues till there's a um, fatality or some mental um, disturbances, and then it trickles on down the line. And that's where, that's where we need to start nipping it in the bud now. And I, I would really love to have, you know, somebody that's, um, that's dealing with it from the aggressive angle I would love to have them to call in or chime in and share their thoughts. That's where I'm at right now, just keeping myself busy, and man, we're going to do it. Um, if, you, if you're tuning in on Facebook Live, you're welcome. I would like to welcome you. Um, tune in to the full-time National Award winning POAT Radio. This is Let's Talk About It with the boy Dub C, my sister Cena Purple, and we're going to be tackling the forms of abuse. If there's bullying, Domestic, verbal, it don't matter. Abuse is abuse. If it's something that makes you feel uncomfortable, makes you feel any type of way to, um, you know, push you back in a shell or make you feel like you're in a corner, that's an abuse. And a lot of things people don't realize is, I actually thought about this this morning, a lot of abuse that happened at work, people really doesn't don't realize that it's an abuse because they become so immune to it. They see it and they allow it, and they're afraid. Well, I don't really want to say nothing because I'm going to lose my job. Abuse is abuse, and it should not be tolerated anywhere. I don't care who it is, what it is, it should not be tolerated. Men, women, kids, whoever. If you've been, if you're dealing with a situation, this is the time to speak. Miss Nina Purple. Yes, 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 guys. Let's get it. Let's get it cracking. Call in. Call in and call in. Yeah. Let's see if we can um, get some of this stuff. Because you know what? This is COVID-19 stuff has been going on. Domestic violence has really been on the rise. Because, you know, a lot of people are, you know, we got the stay-at-home order. So a lot of people already have been hostages in their homes already before this happened, but it's like now it's making it like 10 times worse, and the cases are 10 times higher now. So, man, just, I want everybody to be safe, you know, safe and get hey, out. You, you know what? That's, that's, a, that's a real good point you just pointed out. That's a, that's, that, you, just hit, you just hit a home run right there. 
because that's something else I was just I was just speaking on it this morning when I was on live. You just hit a home run because now that a lot of jobs are closed, schools are closed, those that was using those avenues to get away from the abuse at home, they don't have those avenues anymore. There, there, are, there are people that was going to work, and while we see it as a job, that was their that was their getaway from the abuse in the home. And now that the jobs are closed, they're at home with this abuse all day long. Now it's now it not only doubles, it quadruples because now there's anger because the person there. There's a lot of just like feeling like you're walking on eggshells. I mean, it's 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 crazy. It's crazy, man. But um, and the children, my heart really go out to the kids who school was their only escape from being abused. And now they're at home. They don't have that escape. And that's why I say it's a must. It's a must that we discuss these things. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put the number in the thread. If anybody have a story you want to call in and share with us, um, please feel free to do. I encourage you to do so. I encourage you to call in and share with us um, stories that you did, um, whatever form of abuse you did. I don't care if it was at home, at work, at school. These are the stories that need to be talked about. I'm, I'm waiting for my iPad to come up. You know, I'm have been having, I, I have to go out and buy one. I've been um, having issues with the iPad. It freezes up and it's just so old, so I got to I gotta do something. But I'm, I'm waiting for it to come up so I can actually um, put the number in the thread so we can get our callers rolling. But, um, man, it's, it's crazy. I, I want to send a special shout-out to everybody that's tuned in. I'm sure... Everybody that's on the line, everybody on the line, I'm sure you know somebody or you may have been a victim of it yourself. But um, this is this is where you, this is where we come to talk about it. Let's talk about. It. Okay, y'all, give me a second, and I'm gonna um, I'm gonna go ahead and put the number in the thread. And my sister, if you can, you know, you can give them a give them a brief, you know, a, a real a real short um, you know recap of your, your situation while I take care of these things here. So if you guys go on to YouTube, like literally, like right now, I am so happy. Um, I have uh, my story. It's called the Janine Hall Story, uh, J-A-N-I-N-E Hall Story. Uh, it's on YouTube right now. Uh, right now, as we speak, it has 67,000 views. Um, so you guys can call in and you can, uh, I mean, not call in, but you can go on, on YouTube and watch my story. Um, in on August of 18, 2001, I got strangled to death and came back to life from domestic violence. And ever since then, I've been, like, telling my story as much as I can. And I've been... Uh, I started an organization called Purple Pieces, but we go around like literally every day uh, as much as we can to save men and women from domestic violence because men go through domestic violence as well. So we uh, save as many people as we can on a daily basis to get them out of the you know domestic violence and to get them into a, a safe environment so you know they won't have to keep going through 
what they're going through. So, yeah, that's a brief summary. On me, um, I'm a poet. I'm a playwright. I write plays about domestic violence. Matter of fact, right now I'm working on a, um, I just finished up a screenplay for my movie. We're turning my story into a movie. Hopefully by the end of this year, if not by the beginning of next year. So you guys make sure you look for that. Um, I will be turning 50 years old in the next four weeks on Memorial Day. So I am just, I am so excited, you guys. Just glad to be alive. Glad to be on this show, to share this show with my brother. Because I wouldn't want to share this show with nobody else. But, uh, so, man, let's get it cracking. <laughs> All right, I'm waiting for the thread. Um, and this iPad is so messed up. Um, it's messing me around. But um, the number, if you want to call in, the number is 605-562-0444. Uh, I, actually, I'm going to let you guys get a pen or a pencil. Um, I've been I've been trying to rectify the, the, the iPad or, or the um, situation with the iPad, but uh, to no avail. So I'm gonna go and buy one and um, get this get it taken care of because I really need it. So um, I'm, I'm I'm gonna get the numbers put in. If you guys get a pen, you want if you want to call in, um, let me know. You know, and just put in there. Hey, I have a pencil, I have a pen, and I'll call the number off. And you can call in, and we can um. We can get you squared away. Oh, it's up. Oh, I can't see it. I don't know why it's not showing up. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, it's not. I, I can't see it. It's not. I don't know what's going on. But anyway, let's see. Let me go and see if we. Okay, we don't have to call it that. But I'm um, feel free if the number's up there. Then that's that's the number you call in and you get it with us. Okay. I guess it did show up. I don't know. I, I can't really see it. It's, my iPad is faded on one side. I can't see it. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I got to go out and buy one. I, I kept asking um, her for her old but You know how that goes. Well, I can't all this and that, you know. If I'm going to go and buy one, I don't have to worry about it. Anyway, a lot of time, a lot of you know, um, you get people that um, I, I want, I want, I really want, I, I want to hear everybody's story, but I really want to hear from some of the aggressors. Are there any ladies or guys out there that um, that have, that was the aggressor that would like to talk and share their story? Because we, you know, I want to know what it is that what it, what it is that make you that triggers it off or what I mean. One one lady used to say, she say I just used to like. I remember a girl she used to say, I used to like to just slap him. It just made me. It it gave me the feeling that he knew he wasn't in control. I said, but what sense did that make? Did it make you feel like he was in control? And she said, Yeah, it did. So you know, things like that's some that's that's a, that's something crazy to think about as well. You know, we know we know one of the things um, is power. Um, when you got somebody, have somebody afraid of you, or you got them where you you tell them what to do, it, it makes you it give that it give the aggressive a power. It makes them feel like I'm in control of my world, and that that's most most people's 
favorite line. It's my way or the highway. You know, and if you if you feel like that, that's a form of abuse because nobody's put here to control anybody. I want to send a sh- what's up to my man, um, Larry Carl for tuning in. Um, of course, my auntie, um, she's tuned in as well. Anybody that want to call in, feel free call in. The number is out there. Um, call in and share your story with us. You know, we want to know what's what's going on, um, what stage, what point of um, abuse you're at, if you're still dealing with it, or what possibly if there's something that we can do. Nina Purple, she have all type of resources that that she can pull out, and she also she has her um organization of like she was saying of her own, where she um reaches out and help people. Um, Nina, maybe you can give them a little bit more information on on your um what what is the um purple give, on your organization? Uh, okay, my organization is called Purple Pieces. Um, the phone is really mobile. It's my fault. Okay, hold on. I'm on my. Can you hear me now? All right. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Hold on. Uh, I'm trying to go put my speaker on so you guys can hear me. Uh, hold on one second. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's the organization that's called Purple Pieces. Uh, what we like I said, what we do is we go rescue men and women from domestic violence and put you somewhere safe. We provide food, shelter, and clothing for those in need. If you need like uh, down payments for uh, an apartment, if you need uh, like a hotel room for the night, we provide all of that for people. Uh, actually, you could call my number. My phone number is seven zero eight five six two. I mean, sorry, seven zero eight. Six seven four six zero two two. Again, my number is seven zero eight six seven four six zero two two. Or you can go on uh, Facebook. I'm up under Janine Nina Hall, and you can refer request me or Instagram Janine Hall forty two, and I will make sure I get in contact with you and go rescue people that you may know that's in domestic violence. So guys that are watching my live, please call into the show. Uh, the number is in the thread, and yeah, let's talk about it. What's up? That's what's up. Um, one of the things, um, one of the thing, one of the things. What's up, Big Mike? Family, family. One of the things that a lot of people fail to realize is that um, in the midst of domestic violence or any type of abuse, rather, um, we have children in the midst of you know that. That that's that's um it's a horrendous sight for the kids, but it's also, you know, how do you say it's it's like a mental block. A lot of kids go they grow up and they stand in either their mother or father being abused by the other one, and then it can it can set up a form of resentment. Um, I know on one show we had a young lady she actually called in and she said that abuse was going on so much that she started to resent her mother for allowing it because. Well, she could have left, but she didn't leave. You know, a lot of times, you know, as a child, you don't understand the situation. All you know that something's wrong and this person should have stopped at that person. And it's not always that easy where on the outside, a person can say, you can easily leave. You can leave, but you, it's not always easy because the, um, I can say all, all, all of the wear and tear on a person, you know, as a person, the um the brute the um 
I'm lo- I'm losing the words. It's like you you go through so much, and the emotional beating that you take in the midst of everything else that's going on, it starts to wear you down. Where you just start to lose hope, you start to become immune to it. It becomes a regular thing to you. Or you just thinking like, oh, whatever, you know, it's not much. I can't be this. It's not that. And and it just starts to look like, oh, you're down with it. You okay with it? Now, yeah, you're right. We need to break the cycle. Hey, if we can get you to call in, that'll be a nice thing. We we need people to call in and share their thoughts and their stories and things like this. You know, we we want to hear from you. It's nice. It's nice to see it, Tom, in the thread. But we would really like for you to call in and share your story. Because a lot of people don't realize that when you share your story, you're also giving somebody else oh my God. Um, oh giving somebody else the strength to come forward and talk about it. And, about and every person that hears your story ready yet. Never okay, hey, I don't wanna rush you. I want when you call in, I want you to be be, you know, on your own, don't don't let somebody push sure you. So you have to, have to be so you can talk about how it was so. playing me in the place and playing me in the documentary. So make sure you call in. Talking to my friend on on live that that played me in my purple play and played me in the documentary. I'm telling her make sure she call in. The number is in the thread six zero five five six two zero four four four. Please make sure you call in, Kiana. Victoria, thanks for calling. I mean, tuning in. Make sure you guys call in, please. Let's talk about it. Yeah, for, the, for the young lady on my live, um, I understand she says she's not ready yet, and we don't want to rush you. We want you to be comfortable, but we still we want you to know that we are here. When that, even once the show go off, if you want to contact either myself or either Miss Nina um, Janine Hall, Miss Nina Purple, um, you can find us on Facebook and. You, if you'd like to talk and you know in confidentiality or or off the show, that's fine too. As long as you know we it's some form of help that we can get to you or something like that. But I understand, and it is a, to, to talk about it is a big step. The first, the biggest step is is, is is recognizing it, then speaking on it, then acting on it, and that's where my sister um, Nina Nina Purple. That's where um, she comes in at. Because her organization, like you said, um, she can she can reach out and get, get she have resources to helping you get away from it, helping you with food, the different things you need to bring you out of that situation. Because oh, hey, Lisa, uh, on the last show, one of the thing, one of the things that we learned on the last show is that oh, one of the guys. biggest hostages come to domestic abuse and violence. One of the biggest reasons people stay is because of comfortability and finance because more than likely the person that's the aggressor is is sometimes is more than more more than likely the person that's that's covering the finance so the other person feel that if I if I want to if I still want to be able to live like this I have to deal with this um so you know which is not true because there's all type of help for different situations even if you're a guy if you're a guy and you're dealing with verbal abuse, you're dealing with physical abuse, because there are women out here, I've seen it. I got women in my family that have beat up their boyfriends for nothing on a regular basis. I've seen it all. So, fellas, it don't make you weak if you're a, if you're a victim. It just makes you a victim. 
And it makes, you know, you, you become a weaker victim when you don't speak, when you allow it to continue. So when you, when you this, this right here is the platform to use to call in. What's up, um, shout out to my guy Ruben. Um, it's a guy that I know from Green Bay. Been knowing him for a while. He just put in the thread, so he grew up with that, um, what I'm speaking on. But right now, as a fella, I would like to hear your story. I would like for you to call in and share your story. I won't, we, we, I can't reiterate, I can't say it enough, fellas. We have to start opening our mouths. We have to bring it to the forefront that men are victims as well. Men aren't always the aggressor. There's women out here that has, has power issues, and they come from, sometimes it's a trigger. There, there are women who have gone through it, they've been a victim, or they've seen it as a victim growing up. So what they do, they go right out, and when the next relationship they get in, it turns them into the aggressor because they refuse to be the victim again. So we have to, um, let me see if I can find it to put it back. We have, we have to um, start addressing these issues and things like that. I'm going to turn over to my sister right now let her say a few things. I don't want to hog all the time because there's two of us here, and her voice her voice is, is just as important as mine when it comes to this show. So, this year, I'm going to let you talk for a little while. Okay. Um, I see a lot of my friends are calling in. Lisa, please call in. I want you to, you know, share your thoughts on Purple Pieces because this lady is my right hand when it comes to Purple Pieces. And it comes to me rescuing people. When I tell you, she is like right there. Uh, so she see it all. She she hear it all. She's right there. Misha, I want you to please call in. Like I said, so you can talk about how it was playing me. And how it was playing me in the documentary. Because a lot of people are like, they see the documentary. Like who are those? You know, who was a young lady and that guy that played? You know, in the uh, reenactment. And I'm telling them who you guys are. I'm like, you can reach out to them on Facebook. But I want you to call in personally and, you know, just share your story, how it was, you know, what, how did you feel, you know. And everybody, not everybody that's on the line, please call in. Uh, the number, again, is in the thread. If you want, like Dub did, I'll give you guys time to write the number down. It's uh, 605-562-0444. Uh, there's a PIN number that you put in. It's 931-55-POUND-1. Or you can wait a second. It'll tell you if you're not a TalkShoe member, just press 1 and pound. You guys will be able to get into the studio with us. And, uh, you know, what's your opinion? But, yeah, it's, uh, um, I just, that was, that was the The phone is going out again. You hear me now? Yeah. Okay. One day this week, I think it was Monday or Tuesday because I was off work, and uh, I went to this restaurant that one of my friends owned. So I was there. I was waiting on my food. But in the meantime, while I was waiting on my food, there was this lady that was in the back of the building, like where we were, because the restaurant is, like, attached to an apartment building. So, uh 
we know like a lot of people that's in the building and we know people that own the stores and stuff that's attached to the restaurant. So we standing in the back and I'm just like waiting for my food to get done. So other than that, this lady was real drunk and the guy was like real drunk as well. And like they started fighting each other. Like he was fighting her and you know, it's just like all of us are trying to break it up, you know, so they can stop. And one of the guys said, they're going to be effing in a little while. And we all was looking at each other like, wow, you know what I mean? But I didn't care about that. I just wanted to make sure, drunk or not, that she was okay. Because I'm not going to sit there and let nobody abuse nobody, especially not in my presence. So, uh, we got them apart from each other. So I want to say maybe like about, about 10 minutes later, I went to my car. I'm steady waiting on my food. And I came back, and so I was talking to one of the guys that's like, you know, out there. that We were talking about food. We were talking about something else. So I had my, my, my body was like turned towards him. And so we talking. All of a sudden, I just felt like a pain in my chest. And I looked up, guys. The lady that was just getting beat on was hitting on me. I turned around and I looked. And out of, like, you know what I'm saying, out of your reaction, I'm pushing her off of me because I'm like, wait a minute, what are you doing? You know what I mean? I don't even know this lady from a can of paint, but this lady started hitting me, man. So I had to hurry up, and we had to defuse the situation. All the guys that was back there and all the, you know, women that was back there, now was trying to pull, like, getting her away from me. And I was like, you know, off a reflex, I would have, like, probably done something strange to that lady. But because of who I am and what I represent, I couldn't. I just had to walk away, take it like a champ, and uh, go sit back in my car uh, to get away from that situation. But you guys see me. I don't know what happened. So I see we had, we question, had a caller, but we had a caller, but the caller dropped off. Caller, if you if you can still hear me, please call back in. Um, you you came right on, then you dropped off. Um, and if you, if you call in and you want to speak, um, hit star two so we we'll know that you want to speak. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying, I'm proposing a question to you guys. What you would have done in my situation? You would have reacted? Probably I don't know, I don't know what's up. going on with your phone. Your phone keeps going in and out. That's because I probably don't have my mouth close enough to the uh, receiver. You hear me now? Yeah. Okay. So my question is, what would you guys would have done in that case, would you would have, you know, fought this lady back or would you would have just did what I did, just walked away because of who you are and what you represent? So that's my question. Doug, what I'm you would have done? I mean, I'm going I'm, I'm to be 100% honest. I mean, I can't, I can't say what I would have. I, I I'm not going to sit there and say I would have done this or I would have done that because you never know what state of mind you're going to be at when it happens. So it, it, it would all depend. I know what you should do, but it all depends on the 
mindset you're at, you're in, the mood you're in, you know, the, where where you are, and the, the whole situation it all depends. Because if I'm standing somewhere and somebody just walk up and hit me, I mean, let let's be realistic. <laughs> let's just, I mean, I'm not I'm not saying it's right, but let's just be realistic. If somebody just walk up and swing on you, swing on me, you know, I'm gotta give. You know, I know they always say turn the other cheek or walk away, but if somebody walk up and hit me, I really can't ask. But right now, we're gonna go to the lines right now. We got a couple of callers, but we got yeah, we got callers. We're gonna go to the line and call them. When you hear you are unmuted, state your name and where you're calling from. Ruben, South Carolina. Ruben, Mr. Ruben Rodriguez. Hey, what's happening, Willie Jones? <laughs> Gentlemen, yeah, y'all just you heard it right. He said my he said my full government name. <laughs> I know y'all never knew my real name, but um, yeah, um, this is a this a, this a guy that I've been knowing um, oh, what is it, twenty years now? Twenty plus years, yeah, 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 around twenty years. But yeah, um. We um as you as you know I saw you in a thread as you know we're discussing um, different forms of abuse verbal physical whatever domestic violence bullying and you said you grew up on it um maybe you can elaborate and give us a little you know give us a insight on what you're speaking of yeah I, I've never experienced it on my own well I haven't been in that situation as far as being a victim but I grew up with my mother being a victim for probably, I'd say, about 12 years. My father, my real father was never around, so my mother met my stepfather around the age, I was the age, I was about seven. Right now I'm 48. Uh, so she met him, he moved in quickly. Um, the abuse with me started right away. Like, he would find reasons, it didn't matter what it was, to physically abuse me, verbally, emotionally, and like I said, physically. Um, pretty much too young to defend myself. I know there were altercations where my uncle that came to the house and got into it with my stepfather because at the time, my mother married him a short time later. I'd say six months to a year later, she married him. So the abuse went on until I left the house at the age of 13. I left the house. My mother didn't want to do anything about it because, as you stated, he was financial, he was the financial person. He took care of all the bills. She had nowhere to go. She didn't know what to do. She didn't know where to turn to. Um, so she stayed in that relationship until the one day she filed for a divorce. He got the divorce papers. He went to the bar, got drunk. He walked into my mom's job and shot my mother seven times. Um, he got three years in prison for trying to kill my mother. But, again, she dealt with all this abuse. And this happened when she, when he shot her, I was 21. So it dragged on for a good 13, 12, 13, 14 years, um, even after, from the time that they met, got together, and even after I left the house at the age of 13. So as you stated, she stayed into the relationship for that long because, again, financially, she couldn't do it. She didn't work. He worked. He provided for everything in the house. 
We provided everything as far as food, paid all the bills, but she stayed because she had nowhere to go. And again, it was the, I think you said it best, the comf- being comfortable or just being in that that relationship where everything is taken care of. She didn't have to worry about anything, but there were times I remember him putting my mother's head through the windshield. At one point in time when we were at a bar and leaving the bar, I remember this as a child. I remember him beating my mother with a full stick. I remember him kicking my mother down the flight of steps. I remember him throwing my mother out a window. All these things. And when this shooting happened, my mother was on the front pages of the newspaper in Youngstown, Ohio, and on the news um, because my my aunt, who never helped my mother, was an advocate for um, battered women. And she never stepped foot. I mean, my aunt knew about it and never took action to help my mother. Uh, she would just tell my mother, you need to leave, you need to leave. But wouldn't put anything or any plans into effect to help my mother. Um, so that's more or less my story of what I grew up on, watching my mother go through all this over the years. But again, I left at the age of 13 because the abuse continued for me for multiple years to the point where I just ran away one day and I never went back. And I've been knowing you this long, and I've I've never I've never um, known that that far. And that right there is, is one of the things that I speak on a lot. How you never know what a person has dealt with in the past. You never know what they've dealt with growing up. And that's hey, it's it's easy to know a person or know the actions if you actually know a little bit about that bringing up the things they've been around, man. So, I mean, um, is the mother still around? <laughs> By the grace of God, she survived seven shots. Okay. Well, you know, our prayers go out, you know, and, and even though a lot of people don't realize that, even though that may have been a while ago, you know, things like that stick around forever. So, man, I, I, I send prayers, and I hope um, that every mom is working mentally, mentally from the things that typically deal with. And you guys, you know, any that was around it because, it takes the most of the on the kids, and then the children go to have or certain, you know, effects or the thing, you know, different things. It's 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 a negative outcome, you know. So I just send prayers, and I mean, I hope that um, you know it can have a impact on life, turn you into you know the started. Thank you for sharing your um, story with us, my man. Yeah, nope. that's a very powerful story, my God. Hey, Rube, we'd like to thank you for sharing your story, man. We're gonna um, we gonna we gonna move move along, but um, yeah, feel free to um, continue to listen, man. And if there's something else you wanna, something else you really wanna say, call right back in and and hit start too. All right, man. I thank y'all for having me on. Take care, Doug. Do out. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, to the full-time National Women's Radio. And this here is Let's Talk About It with Doug C. and Nina Purple. And what we're discussing today is, of course, domestic violence, different types of abuse, and bullying. So if you have any stories, man, um, we would like to hear 
And the crazy thing is, I've been knowing that guy. I've been knowing that guy since I first moved to Green Bay, all the way up to now, and I had no clue of that. And that just goes to show how so many people hold things in that you really don't know they grew up watching or seeing or hearing. Like that's one of the cycles that needs to be broken, especially with guys. Guys hold it in because they don't want to sound weak. They don't want to sound like punk. I don't understand what the hell this punk syndrome is. I don't get it. You know, so if anybody else out there have or have anything that they want to say about the situation, um, you know, share it. And a lot of times I, I speak on myself, and it's not that I'm not, I'm not glorifying the things I've done or been part of, but I feel one of the, one of the things for healing or fixing the situation is admitting it. And I've been on both sides of the fence, as I've said before, you know, I've been on both sides. I've been aggressor and I've been a victim. So, you know, I, I know how it is from both sides of the gate. And I would really like to talk to some of the guys who are victims or aggressors. I, I would really like to talk to some of you guys, you know, let's, let's get it out. Let's put it out in the open. Anything, anybody going through something or whatever it may be. Uh, Nina, is there anybody from your page that you would like to read their comments or say anything to? Uh, I just want to say, every, like I said, so a lot of people are, are uh, tuning in. Uh, King's Cadence, uh, EQ, I see, um, like I said, Misha, Lisa, uh, Michelle, you guys call in and talk about, like, you know, your experiences, you know, uh, what you guys have been through. And like I said, you don't want to talk about your story, you want to talk about my else's story, that's fine. But I really want Misha. If you if you can hear me, I really want you to call in because I want her to talk about me, about playing me um, in my play Purple, and then playing me in my documentary as well. Uh, she did such a powerful and such a good job, man. I I I who to see somebody playing you uh, that good that well is just it's a powerful thing. And Calico, if you're watching, I would like for him to call in and just talk about the documentary itself, like, you know, how was it doing it and everything. I just want you guys to call in. And then Lisa, like I said, she's a part of Purple Pieces. She's like my right hand, so I want her to call in as well. Because I see you guys are watching. But I want you guys to call in. The number is in the thread. I'm going to say it again uh, slowly. It's 605-562. Zero four four four, and the pin number is nine three one five five pound one, or just press pound. I mean one and pound to come into the studio with us. But yeah, come on guys, tune in please. And that his story right, we was don't really powerful. We got we got another caller. We're gonna go to the line real quick. Caller, when you hear you are unmuted, state your name and where you call. <laughs> State your name and where you're calling from. My name is Medell Max, and I'm calling from Wisconsin. What's up, Auntie? (laughs) I'm calling from Wisconsin. My name is Medell Max. Can you hear me? Hey, you have to turn turn your um turn your um radio or your well turn your computer down for giving feedback. Okay, okay. Now, is that better? 
Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. I can hear you. I'm calling in. Okay, I'm calling in. I'm my name is Madell Mack, and I'm from Wisconsin. And I'm just gonna speak the truth. Nobody really knows, but my first husband was very, very, very abusive to me. Now I'm not going to get on here and go into details, but I will tell you that there is hope. There is truly hope. And so for all the ladies and men who are being abused, just go in the bathroom sometime and pray. Just go in the bathroom sometime and just take a break. And sometimes you just got to walk outside and scream as loud as you can to get some of that anger out of you, to get some of that, that, oh, I don't even know how to describe it, feeling out of you. But I do know, I can tell you today, I am now 63. I started with this man when I was 17 years old. I had two children by him, and he was somebody else's husband before he became mine. And after he became mine, he did me probably even worse than he did her, but I should have known, like my mother said, if he'll leave once, he'll leave you. So I'm just telling you guys, there is hope. Thank you, Wellington. Right, and, and you know, you know what? It's 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 it's, it's 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 ironic and amazing that you shared that because that was one. It was well, I, I know I know the person and everything, and I had thought about some of the things as a kid that I had actually witnessed myself of that person doing to to the first person, and I used to always say, man. Man, how how when he did it to the first person, he gonna do it again? And I I did say that, but I was a kid, so I was always taught, shut up, mind your business. You stay in the kid's place, right? And so, I I I applaud you actually speaking on it. I applaud the fact that you actually let it out because even though years and years go by, sometimes sometimes you, you need to say it a few times just to get it or out and, and become more. But actually, I know, I know, I know that you at peace now. I know, you know, you've given your life to God. I know, yeah. I know how you roll now. Just to put it in, in, in terms, I know how you roll now. So I'm happy that um you was able to put those things behind you, and I love you. I love you dearly, man. And I'm, I'm just, I hate that you went through it. But I'm glad that you survived. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Wellie. Thank you. Okay. All right. Uh, Ms. Nina, before she get off, is there anything you'd like to say to her and ask her? Hold on. I have done that before. I went outside on the porch and screamed. I have done all of that before to release that anger. And women that get out of the mess behind us, they think that anger sometimes is not good. Anger is really good because if you feel an anger, then that means you like you're tired of what you went through. So anger is a normal feeling. And like you said, sometimes you gotta do certain things to release that anger, especially yep. while you're trying to get out. But then, like a lot of a lot of in our, our household, we always thought, you know, what happens in this house stays in this house. So when you get older and you take that with you, and you you know don't want to shame your house or don't want to shame yourself or the person, so that's why a lot of times people don't say anything. But I like I, I I totally agree with you. There is hope. I am so glad you survived, my purple sister. 
God bless you, and I love you, A.T. Thank you. I love you, too. All right, all right. All right, Auntie, I thank you for calling, and, um, man, continue to listen to the show. I, and I must say, I thank you for supporting different um, shows that I do. I do. I see you come in a lot, and I know that <laughs> the certain shows aren't really your niche, but you still come in and you support, so I thank you for that as well. You're welcome, baby. You're welcome. I'm proud of you. I'm very proud of you. So, okay, take the thank next you. call. I'm through. <laughs> All right, love you. <laughs> Okay. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, into the full-time National World Winning Purity Radio. This is Let's Talk About It, and we are discussing domestic violence, domestic abuse, um, bullying, and and also I I, I got to keep bringing it up that when we say abuse or, or stuff like that, it's not only within the home because abuse comes in all forms and it comes from different places. It comes from outside the home. It can be at work. It can be everywhere. We've had some over the over the amount of time shows that we've done. We've had some amazing people call in and stories. And um, Miss Nina, is there anybody on your page that you want to address um, at at any point? I'm just looking at everybody. I want to thank everybody for tuning in to my live right now. I just want you guys to call in, call in, and call in. I haven't seen my cousin on the line. I haven't talked to her in a while. Call me, guys, and, 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 and talk to us on the on the show. We're talking about domestic violence and bullying. If you yourself have been through it or you know somebody else that has or whatever, you know, call in, share your story, share their story. You know, if a couple of poets I see on here, if you want to call in and do a few pieces for us about domestic violence or bullying, Go right ahead. Call in, guys. The number is in the thread. Yeah, that's what I want to say. One, one of the things that I um that I want to um, I want to um, speak on is a lot of times, you know, a lot of people are afraid to speak. Um, and and I get that. I get that because I'm gonna be honest. When I at a younger age, I thought I was so hip. I thought I was, you know, I'm the man. And I was really, I was. I was being abused verbally, but it didn't matter to me because I, I really, you know, I got had gotten so immune to it that I guys oh, just run off at the mouth. When really that was that was a form of abuse. Anything that belittles you, make you feel uncomfortable, that's abuse. I don't care what it is. And it had gotten to the point where I started saying, "Man, wait a minute, you know." I don't. It's like almost. It almost start feeling like. Wait. I don't even make my own decisions no more. You tell me how to eat. You discuss this. You tell me what to look for. You know. And then I had. To, I had to kind of come to the grips. My wait a minute. You're. You're an individual. You don't let somebody tell you what to eat. You don't let somebody tell you what to move. What. To, what to grab. What the way. You don't. That's just. That's abuse. That's a way of forming that. 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 That form of power over somebody. Where, before they even get. Well, you do this. Eat that. Do this. No, you eat what you eat. I eat what I eat, and we all we all be happy. You know, abuse comes in so many different forms. You know, and the, the first thing is realizing it when it happened and doing something about it. As long as you allow it to continue to happen, then I mean, what can you say? You know, people do to you what you allow, and we know the situation sometimes when children are involved that you can't. Sometimes you can't just up and walk away because 
the children are involved. It's a whole process of going about things. Some, then you have some of those that try to intimidate the entire family. Well, if you, do, if you leave, I know where you go. I know where your mama go. I know where your mama live. I'll do this. I, you know, you get those that you get those that, that call themselves thug at heart when they really just a coward. They have to try to instill fear in you in order to get you to um to um to submit submit to them. And it's all it's all for power. Most most bullies, you know, they really coward, but they don't know how they don't know how to stand up for themselves. So they put everybody else down to take the sign to take the light off of them. They want everybody to focus on somebody else's shortcomings or somebody else's weaknesses to hide their own. I don't know. I've met, I had a friend, just put it out, I had a friend when we was in grammar school. A lot of people don't understand how I met um, my, well, I call him brother. I, me and Top Dog, we, before I got to know him, we went to the same school. And we, you know, we we had a class, you know, we was in the same class. And I'm like, hey, you know, what's the deal, man? This dude just let people push him around. He's pushing, and I've never been the type to get pushed around. I used to Excuse my language. I used to get my ass whooped by the older kids because I just wouldn't, I wouldn't take it. You know, it was a guy used to, it was a guy hit me in my mouth a couple times, but the thing was, I probably caused, I probably caused that mouth shot because I had, I had this, I had this thing about me like, I don't give a damn how big you are. You ain't going to push me around when everybody else used to just walk off and allow him to do things. I, I wouldn't go for it. And, you know, he pulled my lip up one time. I didn't give a damn. Roll up again. I didn't give a damn. But guess what? It happened in the end. I seen some bigger kids whooping his ass, and I went in there and got me a few licks too. And then one of the other guys was like, "Get your little ass!" I was no, man. He beat me up. I'm. So they all. He, man, I, he, I realized, man. You know, I, I don't care. You know, I, I just there. But I met a person because of bully. He was being bullied, and by him being a loner, he didn't know how to go about, you know, standing up for itself. And when we got real tight, I told him, you going to whoop his ass or I'm going to whoop your ass. Who, who you want to fight? And he chose to fight that guy, and he beat the hell out of Picked up a chair. Actually got it suspended. He picked up a chair and whooped that dude ass. So, you know, it's bullying coming all forms, man, you know. And little kids, don't be afraid to say, everybody's smart, don't be a tattletale. Be a tattletale. If somebody's doing something to you, make you feel uncomfortable, tell. Tell. If somebody in school doing I don't care if it's a teacher, make you feel awkward, tell. Because if you don't say nothing, it's going to continue. Okay, let me see. Yeah, that's okay, true. Okay, I want to say they might not want to call because the person might be right next to them now. But that's true, you know. But if you if you can't call... If you can't call, I hope that we given um I hope that the word is speaking to you. And you know, hey, at some form, like I said, even after the show is all, call. Call myself, call Nina. Share the story with us. Let us let us know what's going on. Maybe there's a way that we can help. Um, Nina? Yeah, if you guys are going through domestic violence right now or you know somebody that is uh, reach out to me. Uh, I'm, I'll put my phone number in the thread. Um, if you come to my Facebook page, Janine Nana Hall, I will be glad to help you. 
people. I don't care what state you're in. I'm in Chicago, but I help people that's in other states as well. So it doesn't matter where you are. Uh, we will help you because I have people that's in all the different states that can reach out to you physically, you know, quicker than I can, but, you know, we can get the ball rolling. So if you guys know of anybody or, like, L1 said, that's a good point, L1. Uh, a lot of people probably are sitting next to their abuser right now and probably just listen and not talk. So we want to take that spirit of fear out of you. We want this to be safe. We want you to be at the end of the day, make sure you guys, you know what I'm saying, are, are just happy, man. Everybody deserves to be happy. So we're going to do everything in our power to make sure you guys are. Just make sure you guys uh Call in. Uh, Calico wants to know. What I'll do, I'll put the number in the threads again. Um, I can't really. I, I used to be able to pin it, but my um, iPad is messed up, so I can't pin the number in there. But I'll put it in again. And um, I, I just, I we, I can't say it enough, man. I, I, I would really like to talk to someone who. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.